What are you doing, pouring up? Did you say the name of the podcast? Did you say that this was the Brown Liquor and Vibes podcast? It is the Brown Liquor and Vibes because, you know, we vibing. Walk. What are you doing? Were you about to say welcome back? I'm always about to say welcome back, but I didn't. I I, I seen you getting getting yourself ready. I wanted you to, you know, welcome us back. I was not getting myself ready. I was just drinking my drink. But welcome back to the podcast. This is the Brown Liquor and Vibes podcast. I'm Pure Nirvana. The podcast got us. And I am Jay Qualified, a.k.a. I ain't supposed to do the AKAs no more. You're not. And as a matter of fact, I think after this episode, we're going to debt it. We're just going to debt the AKAs. Yeah, you know or, what? Or you can have like two. Okay. Also known as Padrino. You get that Padrino. Yeah, I put that together. You see what I did there? That, you know, I'm not gonna lie. That was actually funny. I, I'm okay with that. Okay, yeah, we that's what that's that. that's that's we what. You know that. what? From now on, we I'm I'm Jay that. Qualified, aka Padrino. And I would love to say what episode this is. Do you? Is it 27? 27? 27 episode 27 of the Brown Liquor and Vibes Wait, fi- podcast. Is that true? I got to fact check really. Quick. Listen, listen. Let me tell going. you something. Why you? Why you fact checking? I'm gonna say I just want to welcome you all into the podcast, man. You know, I, w- I hope you listening to us off our website, Brown Liquor and Vibes. That's actually live where you can go Ooh, purchase. Twenty seven. Huh? It is twenty seven. Absolutely, the Brown Liquor and Vibes dot com website. I was telling them they can go get all of the hot things associated with this podcast, with this lifestyle. Yes, if you support what we do, and if you think the vibes feel right, then go to Brown Liquor and Vibes dot com and be a part of that movement. Here go the crazy thing, right? So. We on like Instagram, we on Twitter, uh, we got a YouTube, we got all of those uh, outlets. Mm-hmm. However, all of those things is also on our website. And my thing is, we all talk about ownership now and making sure that the people that create get to, um, you know, benefit from their creation. So, you know, we on social media, but if you really want to rock with us and feel a vibe, go to brownlickerandvibes.com. Absolutely. And buy some shit more than i mean more than anything else you know what i'm saying it's, it's not it's not like you know I'm, I'm struggling to keep the lights on but you know i want some hue lights i, I want some phillips hue lights let me let well, me upgrade the, the lights in this joint if you support the vibe if you support what we do and um you know what we're about then the best way to be a part of that is to literally go to the website and support but anyway we got we got that point across All you right. guys know what to do so it's a, it's a sad hip-hop week this you know what's crazy the past couple episodes we've had has started with the sad like event you know what i'm saying it's been a lot going on so far in 2020 i know y'all already know because it's been all over socials all over the news uh brooklyn born rapper pop smoke was murdered during a home invasion out in california he just dropped his debut album um you know and, and and you know from what it seems to me he was um, turning around uh, some some of the things that he may have rapped about in his life. He was trying to do the opposite of those things. Yeah. Um, you know, this ain't the podcast where we get on here and start snitching or giving out rap sheets or anything like that. It's just that once you make a decision to make music, you know what I'm saying? You out the game. You you doing music or you might be one foot in, one foot out, but you really try and get both feet out. You know what I'm saying? And it's unfortunate that the young man, 20 years old, lost his life. And I mean, the thing that just keeps being sad is that, you know, people are 
leaving us at younger and younger stages. They don't even have the opportunity to live a life. They don't really have an opportunity to do anything. And, and I just think that that's extremely sad. And, um, you know, it's just, it's really sad. That's all I can say at this point. Um, I'm tired we didn't of being even... sad. Like it's, it sucks that the year, um, has literally just begun and we've been sad for a lot of different events. And I just hope that this year, turns around and it becomes very positive for anybody who wants positivity in their lives i want the negative people to have positivity too you know what i'm saying you know if it's about energy which i believe it is if you're a negative person then you're probably just gonna get negative energy so i I can only you can fix that that. i can agree only you can prevent forest fires yeah um speaking of pop smoke his debut album was solid he had some joints on there um you know I, i didn't really get too deep into it because you know, I I heard the singles and and it wasn't necessarily something I could really dig into. But you know, I'm 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 sad that you know that's that's the last offering we gonna get from him. So I'm gonna go in and dig deep and try try hear his story. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, is is it's just messed up, man. Um. So while we talking about music, uh, cowboy drop. Yep. Um. He got a joint with Lil Baby. Lil Baby is 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 crazy out here. I think that Lil Baby might be my favorite rapper right now. He really is. I mean, he is putting out some really, really good stuff. I mean, almost every song he has out, whether it's a feature or whatever he's doing, like I'm I'm feeling it. And I think we might have said that before on the last episode, but um he's killing the game right now. And and that just lets you know like these young rappers are next up and they they definitely you know, this is why it's funny when people are like, Oh, you know, hip hop is dead, the music is dead. It's like, no, there are people out here doing their thing and, you know, keep it keeping hip hop on. And I think that little baby is definitely one of those people. And that's the crazy thing because he says amazing shit. Yeah, he's not it's not like a where you know he's having good beats and and we just kind of disguised by the beats and we not we not really getting any good lyrics. The lyrics is good. The lyrics is good and the vibes are good. So I'm like you know keep up with it. Yo, the crazy thing is I keep going back and forth between him and the baby. I don't know which one of them I like the most. I think at this point, little baby is a better lyricist than the baby. But the baby got a bop. He, you know what? He does have a bop, and I love. And I really, speaking of a bop, like I love that video he has out. I think bop is that the name of the song. Um, and I do. I think right now, I think it's a good combination between the two. Like I think that they're both bringing something really resourceful and like great for hip hop right now. So I think that they both do their thing, and I appreciate both of their music right now. And I wasn't. And I'm gonna just be uh, transparent. Like I wasn't a really big fan of the baby the first time yeah around. you threw him in the trash yeah i was kind of like yeah you know and i still will say this though you know i do like the music and i think that the music is dope but i'm also a person that wanted you know i just want to keep diving into artists and hear growth and i will say that as much as i do like his music some of his songs sound alike and it's kind of confusing sometimes i'll be thinking like is this song but it's really a different song so you know his that it, that's the music he makes that's great but i'm interested to hear more variety from him too i think the reason why we hear so much similar content from certain artists is because the way music works right now you always got to have a song out you like you got to stay really current and so 
with that being said, you hear a lot of stuff from these artists who not not the big artists, but when you get to like a Drake or or you know like artists on that level, then you'll hear different sounds album to album. So for example, um, Meek Mill put an album out. Um, uh, what what uh, what was it? Um, wins and losses. Meek put wins and losses out, and it was reflective of what he went through at that time. He ended up going to jail. He came out, he lived life and then he gave you championships and is a different sound because him as an artist where he's at in his career, he's allowed to take a break. He don't have to put an album out every year or two albums out a year or an album in a mixtape or a bunch of Lucy's, you know what I'm saying? And I think that the way we consume music right now and everything is just in an instant, in an instant, uh, you know, artists really not getting the opportunity to craft those classic albums anymore. I mean, but Meek Mills ha- has put out a few albums, you know what I'm saying? But, that's but I'm talking over. about the frequency, not every year or not twice a year. It's like once, well, uh, once now, every other year. Now he's probably at a point of the once every other year. But right? in the beginning of his career, it when you were saying back. that, and at that time you were saying that his joint sounded, sounded alike. Like, yeah, I, I get what you're saying because it's kind of like when you're making a bunch of music in that particular time of your life, I guess everything would kind of sound the same because you really just doing the same old same in that moment. But what I mean about the baby is that like the bounce is the same similar and the beats are very similar. So for me, sometimes I'll be like, did like, I hear this joint did already? I hear this or is it a different one? But I mean, again, I don't take nothing away from, he got a dance hall joint is the same song. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, okay, but, but again, he do, you said it perfect. He has the bop and that is dope. Yeah, um, he's doing that. Trippy uh, uh, dropped the deluxe version of the album that he dropped. Trippy Red is putting out a lot of music, and it's funny because now this is like the counterbalance. But Trippy Red is putting out a lot of music. He he he, he put out a few albums. Just well, in well he got to fill the space of Triple X and Juice World, so he's got to so stay busy. Overtime. He's got to stay busy. So he's put out quite a few things, and I'm uh, like I've also said before, you know, a big fan of Trippy Red. I think that. Once he found like the kind of the kind of vibe he wanted to be in, I think he really like marinated in that, and I think um, he puts out some some good stuff, and and I I'm, I like his music. Okay, NBA it's like the sing rap. Yeah, NBA. You know, I'm gonna say this. So this is a perfect time to to put these um, artists right next to each other, right? So, and I was thinking about this while I was at the gym because I had just listened to a Boogie album that came out uh last week so i was listening to the a boogie album and then i also listened to the trippy red album because they both do the rap sing thing i'm oh I, I, no a boogie and trippy red are not similar at all no 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 oh, no okay. no this what i can't this what their content is not similar but uh the way that they execute their music is similar i don't think so though because you know why because i feel like Saying um, A Boogie and Trippy Red are similar to me is like saying Triple X and A Boogie similar. And I don't think that. I think that Triple X, uh, Trippy Red, and there's one other person. It was Juice World. Juice World. Dang, that means two out of three of the same genre of people have passed away, which is wild. This shit is crazy. I'm sorry. It just hit me in that moment, but... Yo, I is I swear, man. At the end of the day, is is it's more right? dangerous to three, be. Is that that is Triple X, uh, Juice World, and Trippy Red? That's three of the people who have similar music, and two out of three of them are actually no longer with us. Man, it's hard being young, but, and black, um, and a, a musician in America, any, man. But anyway, um, 
And I don't think A Boogie sounds like either of them. No, no. What I'm saying is I think uh, uh, A Boogie is a better singer than Trippy, but I think Trippy is a better rapper than A Boogie. But I thought A Boogie was a rapper. Like, that's the thing. I, so so we could probably compare P&B Rock and A, a Boogie. Boogie. Exactly. I think that that is actually more. So who you like more? Uh, uh, you a know, Philly, Philly's own uh, P&B or A Boogie with the hoodie. Who's better, P&B or A Boogie? You know what's funny? I don't necessarily know if it's a matter of who's better or not. I think that it is the matter of, like, whose music I vibe with more. You like A Boogie more. No, I actually I like P and B rock more at this moment. That surprises me. That trust me, it surprised me too because I wasn't always a um P and B rock fan. You know what I'm saying? But I think that um like I told you before when he did selfish, that was a turning point for me. Yeah, that that that's um one of my I mean, my favorite P and B rock song is Dreaming. And off, I mean, off his he last has, joint. He has a bunch. Of, I mean, he has like this song that I like. What uh, that's called issues. Like, I mean, that he was a feature on. There's so many um, good features that he's been and been on, and his music has been proven to be best, better too. So, um, not better compared to a boogie, but better in terms of his own craft, his growth as an artist, his growth as an artist. So, um, and don't get me wrong, a boogie music is pretty good too. I just think that um, this particular project from a boogie, I I just. Like, I don't know. It, did you it, listen to it? I did listen to yeah. it. He got some joints on there, though. He does. It, I mean, he does have a couple, like, songs I like, but I don't know. I don't know. It's just... You know what killed lot. me, though? This is what killed me. Like, A Boogie probably is is one of the better feature artists. Like, we talk about Lil Baby on features. Uh-huh. A Boogie been bodying features. I Like, you can't give me what you gave me on Summertime Shootout. Shootout. That's what I was going to say. That's exactly you took the words of my mouth. Summertime shoot that song you did with Fab. Like you can't no. give me that and then not like be consistent with that supreme level of music. I think that like sometimes maybe the listeners will get it messed up or you know, an artist might listen to it and be like, Well damn, they really critical. But it's because you give me a level of music, you know, a certain level of music, a, an elite level of music. And I'm used to that from you. And that's what I'm expecting to hear when I listen to your project. So if I'm just getting good music and I'm not getting elite music, I kind of be on some shit like, well, should I? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Especially when you also give me 20 songs. When you give me 20 songs, that's a lot. You know what I'm saying? And then if they have any similarity with like vibe, beat, whatever flow, it just all starts to run into each other. And I feel like that's, that's a lot to take in as a consumer. Like, you know, a lot of the, the artists want to put out their projects and, and, and that's awesome. But it's like, it's, it has to be like, like it can't just be too much and, and too much for somebody to get down with. But I mean, I don't know. Like I think a boogie is dope. And I think that it's always been like a back and forth thing because I, I, I'll say like when we saw him, um, open up for Schoolboy Q at that particular time, he wasn't on fire. He wasn't on fire. We were kind of like, Oh, I don't know. But then his music was on fire. But then when he did made in America, he was dope. He was it on was fire. Great seeing him live. And then I think the songs that he had performed at that time was dope. But now I'm like, I don't, you know, here's the only way I could, I could really think about it. This is the only way I could think about it in my head. His project literally sounds to me just like his album cover looks. <laughs> like, no, I, With the guitars? What, was it, it like guitars on every record, though? But it's like, 
<laughs> but it's like this this cartoonish kind of it was like, it was moody it was exactly his album cover is exactly what the project is. i mean well that's some good cohesion then and then it makes me also think of like the it puts Scott Pilgrim head, versus the world. Not Scott Pilgrim versus the world, but uh, Super Spider Man versus the un- no. Oh, um, uh, Spider Man versus the universe. The Spider Verse, John. Spider Verse, like that, like so many different like vibes, like and and that's literally what it reminds me of. And that to me makes my brain think of a soundtrack. Like this is funny. Not often do I think soundtracks are really like I don't always consider a soundtrack an album. Like, it's more like a compilation of songs. It's a compilation of songs, and normally they have no consistency in terms of having a flow, having a focus. It's just a bunch of different artists making a song. I feel the same about a, a soundtrack to his, like, with his album. And I just feel like, I don't know, I'm having a hard time just taking it all in. So that's where I'm at with that project. So I like to cut through all of that and say, this shit was all right. You like to cut through all that? Was that too much? No, I mean, I just, I just, I mean, because I, I can't call it trash because he got some joints on there. It's not trash. And it's actually good music. No, it's not. It's, I it's never just, said it was trash. It's just not elite music. Like, you know, when you're hearing some elite shit. Yeah, my ears is only trained to hear eliteness. I know you didn't listen to Royce the Five Nine Project Allegory. Man, you want to talk the about. The name of it is called Allegory? Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't even be able to. So, all right, look. Is he rapping? Yes. Is he dropping knowledge on that joint? Yes. Can you appreciate the shit he's saying? Absolutely. You know. The name of the album is Allegory, so I would imagine. Like, that's not no regular, like. It's not a turn up album, but the shit is dope nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got some shit on there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, his wordplay is top notch. I think it may be the best album i've heard so far this year oh really that's uh that's a lot being though it's february oh my god now i'm looking like the kind of board is gonna be like what Nicki minaj say this the highest uh streaming record of the decade <laughs> they like what is just the decade it's, it's, of the uh, day. exactly but it's the first day of the decade yo man I, I wish the queen peace man you know what i'm saying i wish the queen peace um it's hard as fuck to be an entertainer i've I mean, it got to be a lot of money because you couldn't pay me $50,000 a year to do the shit and go through the shit that these artists go through. You know what I'm saying? People analyzing every small, minute detail of your life, uh, making fun of your emotional status and your breakups. You know, I'm just really here for the music. You know what I'm saying? And that's something that I always wanted to say. The reason why I feel comfortable with like doing this podcast and talking about music and different things is because I feel like the focus for us has always been on the craft. And if somebody offers you the craft, I feel like the craft can be critiqued because that's something that people are paying for. That is something that people are supporting. And that is something that is offered to the world. So I think that if you tell a person like that album was high, it wasn't high. It was this, it was that. I think that's appropriate. I think when you start diving into people's life that has nothing to do with their craft, I think that that's when it's not appropriate anymore. I think anymore. that when you dive into people's lives and it ain't got shit to do with the product they offer, if they run that's up on you, you and slap the, shit on, slap the shit out you, that's what you exactly, get. Exactly, because that's where that's where the line is drawn. Like, whatever you do in your personal life, whether it's dating, wh- whatever that might be, for me, 
I don't feel like that's up for discussion because I feel like that's not what you're offering to the world. There's a difference. And like how messy are you as a person to really give a crap about somebody, somebody else's sleeping life? With? I mean, on so many, and it might not be just that. It could be anything. Like if I, I don't really care. Like when it comes down to this music thing, like I'm a big lover of music. I support music. You know, I've grown up in music all my life. That's all been ex- you know ex- exposed to it at a young age. That's all I care about. I care about the music, rather or not you're doing this or doing that. I really don't care because I have so much stuff in my life that I don't need to fulfill my life with your life. And then on top of that, you got to be like a really sad person to find enjoyment in other people's pitfalls and struggles. Like you must be like the laziest. I mean, well, excuse me, not laziest, the most miserable Miserable person person in the world to find joy in someone's suffering. And just because they're in the public light doesn't mean that is okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are people, too, just treat people like fucking humans. Yeah, no, I will say this. Now, it does become a little bit different when then you become a reality star. Because now, when you're a reality star, what are you offering to the world? Your life. Yeah, I think you're 100% right about the reality stars. It's hard for me. Like, I understand because... All right, let me back it up. Let me back it up and get a clear train of thought on this. So, let's just say we're talking about a show like Love & Hip Hop, right? These artists and their significant others accept a check to broadcast their personal life. Exactly. So in that case, it's kind of difficult to separate the art from, from the real. Yeah. Because it's really the, the, the art, lines are blurred. The art is their life. However, that doesn't excuse you from having decency. Yeah. And I still think there is, there is a, a line of what they choose to showcase on a show. So they're showcasing that they're a liar, cheater, whatever. Okay, well, guess what? That's going to come up as a conversation. But suppose they never put their child on the show. I don't think it's right for you to then talk about their child or to talk about something that they're not offering to the world because there are still boundaries of different things. And I, I'm going to be honest with you. I think with having, again, social media like Instagram, especially, there are no boundaries anymore. Everybody feels like they can just reach out and touch you and say whatever they want to say with no boundaries and no limits. And I feel like, no, it doesn't work that way. Like, th- that that's not appropriate. It's just, just because you can have the ability to comment on something, you shouldn't. And I don't think that is necessary. And I feel like even on my own personal thing, when I'm looking at stuff on social media, even if I think that, oh, this is, this is crazy, this is whatever, I don't, I can't gather up the energy or the care or the muscle to go and type something nasty on somebody's page do you know how much even effort that takes to do yo when i was doing that other social media shit i remember i was on my way to work and then my phone like just going off and this this weird ass dude right just in my comments saying wild shit and usually and you t- always try to tell me, like, be classy, be above it. Yeah. But this morning I had time. Oh, that's true. You did have time. And so, you know, I start talking to him all crazy. Like, I like I fed in. I'm like, all right, fuck it. This, you know, like. Like, some, you asked for it. Here we go. And I and the first thing I say, like, wow, it's really early in the morning for you to be on my dick. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm getting to it like that. And now, you know, I'm looking at it like, now this nigga want to block me. You know, this, that, and the third, because I done spazzed out. But, like, you was trolling me. What you expect to happen? But and I'm just a regular person. How you going to troll me, then block me? 
Yeah, like, and, and that's another thing, too. Like, people be really hiding behind this stuff. Like, you know, like, they're uh, behind a costume. And that's another thing, too. I hate a person that will say what they want to say on Instagram, but they got a private page. Oh, no. No, no, no. Don't go out. Don't go hiding now. You But you was perfectly comfortable with saying what you said, but you said what you said behind a way that nobody can approach you. You a coward. Like, no, guess what? Don't don't pop shots and then go hide behind trees. You popping shots, d- deal with your consequence and, and handle it as that. Like, I can't, but but that's the thing. It allows people to be a coward. And you know, it's, this, is, this is what's super wild about the whole social media. And I know we finally, we got like totally on a tangent, but, but here we are. Here we are. <laughs> this is what we do at the Brown Liquor and Vibes podcast. A little bit of Brown Liquor equals a tangent. <laughs> um, it's hard to be a gangster when somebody that's talking shit to you from the shores of Lake Minnetonka or some dumb shit. Like this motherfucker in Minnesota talking shit. You you in Jersey, you in Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh I, I, you, you, nah, that's that's not even how you gotta move. So when you look at these people, like you gotta think about it like, wow, this is a fan. And not all fans show love. Some fans show, show hate. hate. Yes. But those haters are just as important as the people that love you because they keep your name going you know they keep a nutsack in their mouth a name in their mouth you know what i'm saying yeah like i you know what the thing is like i love a hater who even when it comes to like like our brand and everything i love a hater that gives me a view like thank you like oh my gosh you're amazing like you know you you were so you hate me you hate so much that you that you still needed to to give me that extra view or that extra energy and it's just like it's like thank you, like you and you were so right. A fan could be, and and that what you said was really crazy because that is true. A fan might not always love you, but if you check in, like, and that's again, like you'll see people pages and you'll just see people just saying negative things, and it's like you care, you you care so much that you wrote a paragraph on my page. Listen, I want to talk to my haters real quick. Check this out. Look. I'm going to admit it to you, hating ass dude. I'm lame. I'm lame. And my clothes that I sell on my website is corny. And the videos that I make for Instagram is ass. And the, and the drinks that I drink is trash too. Look, you right. But don't stop there with your rightness. What I need you to do is show all your homies how lame my clothes is by sharing the link to my website. I need you to repost my videos and show the world that my shit is trash. Do that for me because you ain't helping me. You hurt me. That's what you want to do. You want to hurt me, right? So repost my shit with your hating ass. Thank you. That's what I said. Thank you very much. Thank you, next. You know? Listen, oh, and look, you ain't even got to be Joe when you do it. Be like, yo, check this nut-ass nigga out real quick. That's all <laughs> you got to do. That's all you got to do. I'm, look, energy is powerful. They want $50 for this sweatshirt. That shit trash. Energy is powerful. Um, And, you know, if, you, if you're harboring up energy and you're taking the time out to make a negative energy, that's like more work on you. Like, I don't care. Yo, we was talking with uh, a friend of ours. See, when you when you an entrepreneur, you don't have many supporters, right? So, uh, you know, a lot of times us fellow entrepreneurs is our support system. Shout out to Shanice at Phenom Muse, right? Yes, who does my hair and she does an amazing job. So we was talking and I told her, I was like, you know, when I secure the biggest bag, 
I'm just I'm not gonna do people wrong. I'm gonna just do to people what they've done to me, and then the energy will be equal. And she was like, by the time you get to the stage that you want to be at, and things is really moving at that pace, you're not even gonna have time. And things that you're gonna say to people just because you're busy and don't have time is what they're gonna be offended by more than if you took the time to tell them, "Fuck you for not supporting me." And she's absolutely right. And she's uh she's way she's so wise beyond her times. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like she is very wise behind, before her time. And and I appreciate you know even like listening to her and being in her presence. She's a very positive and amazing person. But you know what I told her? Fuck you that. Got time for the petty. I'm petty Griffin. <laughs> you said I got time all day long pettiness. I'm Tom Petty. <laughs> I'm Tom Petty. I got time. Listen, I don't. Jay Qualify does. Pure Nirvana doesn't. I don't have time for that. I'm, I'm going to tell you why, because I feel like honest and open dialogue is the best way to heal all wounds. But the, th- the thing about me is, like, if if I'm talking to you about something, like, if you're doing something wild, and if I'm talking to you about it, like, I'm giving you feedback, that's because I really, really care about you. Because there's a lot of times I saw people go off the deep end, and I just be like, oh, okay, cool. That's Listen, crazy. I'm, I'm so petty. I'm going to be the motherfucker when, when somebody coming to me. And we fall out. Like, remember that time I stopped you from killing yourself? No, I never. I never. I just don't. Remember that time? And I'm going to just be honest. Like, if you get a, if you get a, that's crazy for me. If I'm like, dang, that's crazy. I'm going to just let you know. That means me. You're not that cool. Because, like. Now you're telling your secrets. <laughs> so when people see you in the street, they're going to be like, yo. That's crazy. Like, yo, you know what I'm saying? I just got evicted from my place. Oh. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I, you know, I'm out here. Blah, blah, blah. Wow. And you gonna oh, like, order wow. Wow. Oh, that's crazy if i can because those two words means absolutely nothing back to back no like, you know you know my number you, you, you know you know what my number one stunner is when i'm trying to flee somebody telling me some bad news what so what you gonna do <laughs> and they like yo obviously i don't know that's why i was asking you but don't ask me i, I don't can't know help you i don't know i can't help you no i don't know look what am i supposed to do yo okay i mean we went all the way left we went so uh, far left i don't even know how to get right at this point yo, yo that's so. crazy a motherfucker like yo i'm getting kicked out of my crib so what you gonna do yikes you know yikes yikes that's the i mean i've used uh, there's levels to my things like i've used yikes only if i say yikes i really yo i don't really care like you, that. you ever be having a conversation with a motherfucker that think they deep but they super surfacey and oh. you want to get them out your face so when they say they think they saying some deep shit you hit them with the fake mm, i see what you did there mm. you know you you've said that to me many times before so now you tell your own secrets i gave you the real one though because the real one be like mm, okay <laughs> you, said, mm. you, said, you said that to me now i know exactly what you, the fake be exactly like, what mm. you was doing when you was doing it you know Knew but what anyway, I was doing every I day that I was doing day. it. <laughs> Seeing niggas having a good time and I'm going to ruin it. That sounds about right. Yo, this shit is bananas, man. I just, I'm at a place in my life where I don't want to be around fake people. Like, I don't want to do it. Uh, any Anything fake breaks me out. So why would I want to? I get know. upset when I'm around fucking fake people. Like when we was at that meeting and, you know, people just saying a bunch of dumb shit. And I'm like, we in here supposed to be talking about some money why is what you feel coming up like what you feel ain't got nothing to do with these dollars and cents yeah but you know the reality of it is everybody comes from a different perspective and everybody's motive 
um, is so different. And I think that once you kind of realize the kind of life you want and you know that the, the literally the sky is the limit, you take a lot of the, 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 the stupid stuff out and you just, you just get to your focus. You just try to get to your bag. And some people are comfortable with the way that they doing things. They're comfortable with the way that they move in. So they don't realize they don't, they're their own enemy. They are, they are their own roadblock. And I got to stay away from that kind of person because while you blocking yourself, you trying to block me and that ain't going to work. Cause so, I'm gonna kick you in your back, make you fall, exactly, so I can I'm, step over you. I'm resourceful. I need to keep. I I gotta keep moving. So you know what? And and another thing that I'm I'm starting to really come to grips with and understand is like, you know, everybody will have a different point of view, and everybody will see things differently because if they, they stand from a different place, and that's okay. Like. I'm not going to have a, a argument with somebody to see something the way that I see because they're just, they never will. And that's okay. And and you know what? You got to really take it back to the, you know, we got to agree to disagree and that's okay. We, we don't have to see, see things the same, but I will tell you this. Don't you try to stop what I'm doing and don't you get in my way. Like mm. do what you doing and however you want to do what you're doing, but make sure you step way left and just get out of my way. I be on that way left shit. Exactly. Like that's exactly what I'll be thinking in my head. So I'm not here to stop you. If you want to, if you think that you can only see as far as your block is, then I'm not going to give you a telescope because you don't want to see anything more. You're okay with that. And I could tell you like, no, there's more than, than this neighborhood. There's more than Philly. There's more than the United States. There's more than like, there's so much more, but if you can only see as far as you can see, We'll never see things the same because we got two. Our visions are different. Yo, I was uh, chopping it up with Layla as I was taking her to school this morning. And, um, you know, we was just, you know, we have the oddest conversations. And so, you know, we were talking about money and I was saying, you know, I got to get to the bag. And, and and she was like, but we good. And I'm like, no, nah, let me explain something to you. you. You can't stop getting money because everything costs. Even when you sit and still, you spending money. So you also need to counteract that by when you sit and still, you need to make money. I said, we woke up this morning. You brush your teeth. You washed up. You came downstairs. You sat down. I made you pancakes for breakfast. I took you to school. I paid for the water, the heat, the toothpaste, the toothbrush, the electricity, the gas, the, the, the ingredients, the cook. But I want her to understand, like on a on a very small level, everything costs. It costs to live, and if you want to live with basic conditions, then you do a basic ass job. But if you what Jay Z say in that one line, uh, "I'd rather die enormous than live dormant." That's how we on it. Like that's how I'm really thinking. Like we gotta, you know, always work to build a legacy for the next generation. You know what, and and that just uh, struck a nerve. And I know this is like so not about music right now, but I want to say this. I think that a lot of um, thinking before, like generations before us, is that they were taught that they just needed to do enough to make it. You know what I'm saying? Like they were taught that they just need to do good enough to make um, their situation good. Many people were not taught that this goes way beyond you. This goes to now the next generation, the next legacy. And I think that's why so many people are just having such a hard time because they are repeatedly just starting from scratch. Every single family, every single, you know, um, 
generation is just starting from scratch. We got to see way beyond us. Like right now, I'm not looking at what's successful for my kids. I'm looking at how can I get so far past my kids that from generations down, everybody's good. We got to dream bigger. We know we were always taught that like just do enough, like just get a house, just get a nice car and you'll be good. But let me tell you something. That's not good enough. That's just not enough anymore. Things are there's too much more. There's so much more out here to be had. And people will tell you money is the root of all evil. Well, I don't know, but some people who have money, they look really happy to me. Um, people will say, you know, money is for greed. How can money be for greed? But when I'm in church, y'all ask me for money. So I'm confused. So we got to shake all those kind of mentalities. No, money is good. Money is lit. We need money because with money, you could do so much more than what you're doing. You could provide for your family. You cannot struggle. Like, can you imagine how awesome your life will be right now if your parents, parents had thought about you and how well you will be doing right now? You will be like, you won't have to start from ground zero. Ain't we tired of starting from ground zero? Mm. Nobody, like everybody want to start? In, in most, in most circumstances, you starting from below ground zero because you got to think about it. You know what they tell you when you get out of high school, go ahead, get that loan and go to college. So now you got over one hundred thousand dollars so worth of debt. Old, for you. They're telling you, you they're telling you to get debt. Yo, I don't even have a I don't have a job lined up. I have nothing. They'll, they'll you give know? you one hundred thousand dollars for school before they give you one hundred thousand dollars for, for a house. Because you know what a house is? is an asset. But what is, yeah, I mean, and you guys could probably argue to differ and say, yeah, you know, education is a, a development, you know, or um, is a tool for, for future wealth. But, you know, you know what, I work with a lot of people who got bachelors and masters and um, they working at places that, you know, I've been around a lot of people who, who are working at places that you don't need a degree for. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, it's, it's, it's motherfuckers running around cleaning toilets with, with master's degrees. But you know what? And guess what? I, I used to know a marine biologist that made the best latte at Starbucks. So, you exactly. know. And guess what? But guess what didn't stop? The, oh, they student loan never stopped. Just because they didn't get a job in that field that they went to school for, guess what comes every month? That bill. The bill. And the bill will. Yo, it's crazy. Um, My grandma passed away and, and still owed a student loan. You Like. My grandma never ever worked in, like she never did anything with anything that she went to school for. But let me tell you, when she passed away, you know what was still coming that up? Bill. So the the money that that they told her back in the day was was a good enough, uh, you know, like a life insurance policy that was good enough. Well, that small policy only covers the uh the student student loan. loan and Yo, with all their right. Family. So so let me break this down for y'all because I I think a lot of times people don't be really hip to what's going on or really have the right information so um credit is really important um and you don't even have to have great credit if you got like a 650 credit score you can get a loan for a house and so let let me put things in perspective for you say you're a young person instead of going to school you get a job you save up some money because you're still living at your folks house you get you a little secure credit card, build your credit instead of being stupid, going to get a Challenger or a Charger or a Camaro. You know what I'm saying? Instead of doing something stupid like that, you take yourself to the bank, you get you an FHA loan. But you don't buy a house because a house, even though it seems to be an asset, can also be a liability. You go get you a duplex or a triplex or a fourplex. So you live in one unit, rent the other unit out. 
man, you on your way. And since that's your primary residence and not an investment property, you can pull an equity out of that house in a couple years and go get you another piece of property or go buy that damn charger flat out and pay a cheaper interest rate. You'll pay 4% on the charger instead of 12. But this ain't that podcast. You know, so, you know, I mean, that's a conversation for another day. But what I do want to talk about, Nirvana, is some of the great liquor we've been drinking. Yes, you know, we've uh I'll say I'm I'm finally back on track because I've been out of the game for You was on the bench while we was playing. I was on the bench for for, you know, some time and now I'm back to it and and let me tell you like I've I've missed it tremendously, you know, and tonight we were drinking JW, but let the people know. Let the people know. Well, see, I wasn't going to say it because I'm like, yo, I'm tired of saying brands that don't pay me. But OK, um, JW, I'm still going to say JW. <laughs> if you drink whiskey, you know what JW is. The label is black. So there you go. Um, but I, I will give a nod to them for doing, um, you know, one for the ladies, because I think that. A lot of women may be, and I, I'm not speaking for all of us. I'm speaking for myself, but no, I'm not intimidated by drinking brown liquor. So I don't know, but it can be intimidating when you go out and you don't really know what to do. And you like, I don't always want a shot of Henny, like whatever. Cause, Cause you look like a thotty drinking Henny Yo, straight. And you, and you know what, you know what really bothers me? And I'm going to say this really quick. Like I drunk, I drink Henny and that's just what it is. I, I, I could get down with some of the best of them, but I hate that they always sell like women who drink Henny, was like hood rats or like uh thoughts or like no i just i don't i don't want an apple martini i'm okay like can i not like i i can't i can't drink henny i can't drink whiskey i can't you know have whatever i gotta be a thought i I mean what's up with that like but you know um jw did do a, a jw which I guess I'm. Yo, say. they have no idea what you're <laughs> talking about. Johnny Walker had made um, a Jane Walker for women achievement, and I think that that's really dope because, like I said, a lot of times women are intimidated by trying different drinks um, that aren't like pretty fruity drinks and that kind of thing. And I think that's dope. So that's something that we was actually drinking tonight. We had made up a cocktail. So make sure that you channel our uh, check our brown liquor brown liquor reviews. Which is on brownliquorandvibes.com. Which is on brownliquorandvibes. I know that's a lot, but um, check it out because, you know, I will say prior to, you know, maybe more than a year or so ago, we just drank a lot of shots. Like we would just drink uh, stuff straight up and, you know, just go through the bottle. But it's actually dope to come up. you know, Jay Qualified comes out with a lot of these recipes. And I'll tell you that it's, it's really dope to have like a, a drink, you know, like you can always have a shot, but you can always, you know, it's nice to switch it up with a nice drink. And a lot of them are refreshing and they're light. And I've always been intimidated to even think of the thought of making a drink at home and on our um, website. It just it makes it so easy, like it's so simple. So I definitely encourage you all to check that out and make it and add us on Instagram and let us know what you think. So I'm excited. I, I don't have this bottle in my collection yet, but I found a black owned whiskey company out of Tennessee called Uncle Nearest. Um, Uncle Nearest, Nearest Green was a slave and he was the one who taught Jack Daniels how to make whiskey. That's crazy. This is a worldwide award winning whiskey. One of the best whiskeys in the world. And 
I got to get me a bottle of Uncle Nearest. Oh, well, we got to do that. Hey, guess what? It's been the podcast. We out. We out. This is the Brown Liquor and Vibes because, you know, we vibing. Vibing, vibing, vibing.